from Loitering in Wonderland Studios. With Phoenix West. Hello, citizens. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Things That Will Burn in Hell, a show I decided to make when I was in the shower this morning. I, I don't know what, what came, overcame me. I, don't, I have no idea. The, the power of the shower. Shower power. We all know what that's like when you get in the shower and suddenly you have, you have very deep thoughts and uh, things come to light. Basically what happened was uh, a couple days ago I recorded an, an episode of The Incredible Negative Man and that was based on, what was that, uh, Analog Clocks, which is from the upcoming book I'm writing, 100 More Things That Will Burn in Hell, a sequel to the book 100 Things That Will Burn in Hell, which is what this is right now. This is the, the premise of the show. Each episode is going to be very short. Uh, it's going to be just me reading a section of, of one of my books. And then uh, after I read the selection there, I'm going to go off on, on the topic a little bit. Not too much. Again, I'm going to keep these really short. The book, the first book, 100 Things That'll Burn in Hell, was... Uh, this is a weird story. It's, it's, I first started writing it in, about, in 2006... When I was living in New Orleans, uh, New Orleans slash Mississippi, I was having a tough time staying employed, not out of anything I had, but I didn't. I went down there to, for hurricane relief to help build houses. We had a number of bosses that uh, we didn't want to work for anymore, and uh, I was not, uh, I didn't shift over to the new boss yet. I was sitting there all day, and I was like, what the fuck am I doing down here? I have no idea. So I had to find something to do. Decided to, I was writing at the time a lot, I decided to keep writing, and I was like, I don't feel like doing something funny, though, Like I feel like I write, like, really dark poetry, and I was like, I'm gonna do something fun, because, I don't know, my sense of humor is more than, you know, more of me than my dark side, like, writing poetry about, like, an angry god and everything from Full Circle, my first book. So I started writing on, and I decided that my venue would be MySpace. So yes, I started writing for MySpace, releasing these... It first started off with 100 people, that, or five people that were burning hell, and that's what the article was called, and it was just five at a time. I think I only did one or two of them. It was like people like serial killer Edward Kemper, and, and people like, you know, random people, celebrities that I didn't like for no reason, people I probably like now, and I just was angry, pissed off, what, fucking 22-year-old. Very different, and this, these books are all, the the hundred. Th- I'm sorry, the things that burn in hell books are basically like a weird, angry character. That's not really me. Like you'll hear some petty shit in these books. Anyway, so from 2006 until like 2007, I was writing them in MySpace, and I got up quite a bit. I got quite a number of them. I was doing five at a time. It was like five, you know, five things that'll burn hell, volume one, volume two, volume three, and it was it was like that. I started off just writing uh, words, very short little paragraphs, and then the book became something else. You'll notice here as the episodes go on, they get a lot less stupid, a lot darker, <laughs> a lot, uh, I think, funnier. The only problem is they have a lot more pictures later on, so when I read these off into a microphone, they're going to be a little more interesting. It'll be interesting to, to kind of work around that, but we'll see how it goes. Um, I released the book in 2008. It was my second book. Uh, the first one in full circle, I mentioned the poetry book in 2007. And I released it, and I you know, share it with my friends, share it with people. Everyone seems to like it. It's, it's nothing amazing, but it's a lot of fun, especially with the pictures. And if nothing else, go to liwstudios.com. You can buy the PDF of the book, which is exactly what I'm reading from right now. 
And then, you know, the book is out for a long, long time, uh, seven years. And I, I went back and I read it again. And I'm like, oh, some of these are horribly outdated. This is this is interesting. So I decided to do, when I was making the PDF to sell on LAWstudios.com, I'm going to do a 2015 edit. So the edit consists of after the chapter, or after the section. So this first one is, I'll get into it, and then it'll basically be the paragraph or the two or however long the, the section is, the, the number out of the, you know, there's 100 things that are in hell. There's a list of 100. So after the, the list of the, of the one, there's a little, little blue asterisk in there somewhere. And if I have anything new and updated to say, I'll, I'll throw it in there. Um, it's, it's basically editing it. It's kind of like uh, George Lucas's Star Wars. I didn't want to just change the book, so I decided I would add on edits afterwards, basically as footnotes. It's not the goddamn Mona Lisa. It doesn't need uh, constant restorations. Uh, fucking deal with it. And I kind of realized that the dangers of making pop culture books are very apparent when it quickly how quickly it gets outdated. Uh, but I, I'm pretty sure the humor still holds up there. I read most most of what I just said right there was basically from the opening of the 2015 edit book. Anyway, uh, with that in mind, I'm going to read uh, the chapter, or I'm going to call it a chapter because I don't know what to call it. I keep saying number, but it doesn't make sense to you. Um, let's just say there's a hundred chapters in this first book. I, I'm already 40% done with the second one. So I have 40 out of the hundred written. I have to finish it and then re-edit it. But in the meantime, I have plenty to do to catch up with that. I should be done by the time I get there. Who knows? We'll see. Anyway, number one here, I'm just going to let you know, this is more of a visual one, but I will explain it to you. It's this number one typing like this. And that sounds like nothing to you. But when you realize people did this a lot back in the MySpace days and uh, online, they still do it with like their, their fucking usernames on websites and people would write like this. And it, the way typing like this is written is uh, capital T, small y, capital P, the number one, N, a small n, capital G, and then like is capital L, the number one, a small k, and then the number three for an E. Uh, this is a capital T, small h, a one, and then a dollar sign. Uh, it drives me fucking nuts. Anyway, let's get on it. Let's get on to it. Uh, number one, typing like this. There's a safe bet that if you're emailing me, I'm probably your friend. So why are you trying to give me an epileptic seizure? I shouldn't have to decipher your emails with a networking of maps and a table of symbols. If you want to meet me for lunch, then just use the English language. I will no longer respond to anything that looks to be written by an autistic child. Do you realize that if you were to read that how it looks, you would sound like Corky from Life Goes On? Look, I'm proud that you seem aware of the palette of choices that our alphanumeric system presents, but we separate them for a reason. Also, symbols aren't letters. Repeat, symbols are not letters. Just because a dollar sign looks like an S doesn't mean it's supposed to replace it whenever you want. Rules are rules. Either stick with all letters or send me straight binary code and I'll take it to NASA to translate. The same goes for text messages. I'm a habitual texter. I'm quite fast at it, yet I still spell out all of my words. I don't use just the letter U or just the letters U-R or was spelled W-U-Z. This one isn't even shorter, people. Or tomorrow spelled 2-M-A-R-O-W. Good job sending me your shorthand message. You saved all of three seconds. However, you wasted three minutes of my life trying to crack the code that was your text. And another three minutes wondering why I bother writing you. And my 2015 edit is texting wasn't popular when I wrote this. <laughs> uh, so that's the that's uh, number one there. Uh, it took me quite a few times to read through that, I'll be honest. It's, it's a little difficult to read straight from a script. 
Anyway, I, I still feel this way. I still write out all of my words. I feel like because of autocorrect on new, new iPhones, this has gotten a lot better because it is difficult as shit to misspell things. It's very easy to type in a word and have it turn up something else, a different word, and have just have the wrong word come out now. I'm not going to hold the user responsible for that. That's just the autocorrect. I'm glad people are using it. The shorthand is, is vanishing before our eyes. I am so happy. This one is one of those that is outdated. I'm so glad it is. So I believe I fixed the world. I think Steve Jobs read this and he's like, you know what? I got your back, bro. I got your back. That's how he speaks. Got your back, Phoenix. I, I totally got it. Anyway, I, I'm glad this one's dead. It's, it's or dying at least. It's you know I don't really see it around too much. Uh, I, I still see it in like uh, advertisements use this with a dollar sign for S. That's really about the only one. If you see like stupid, uh, go back to like the early 2000s and look up like uh, it's usually happened on rap albums where they use their three as an E or a dollar sign or the number one. It, it happened a fucking shit ton back then, and it was quite infuriating. Anyway, guys, that's the end of uh, this episode here. Uh, I appreciate you listening. Again, I'm going to keep these really short, but I am going to release a lot of them, so it'll make up for it in, in a quantity over... In, in, I almost said quantity over quality. I'm not going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Anyway, uh, yeah, go check out liwstudios.com. Check that out. All the shows are on there, all the other podcasts. And uh, Speaking of which, there's the LIW American Horror Story Review. LIW Walking Dead review, LIW Twilight Zone review, uh, Westworld review. I'm just going to shorten it now. Uh, podcast. There's a Credible Negative Man, a comedy show I do where I basically write my stand-up on it. Uh, also on there, if you go to Learning Wonderland slash YouTube. What? No. YouTube.com slash Learning Wonderland. Jesus Christ, my brain is fried. Go to YouTube.com slash Learning Wonderland. Americant, Hack from the Future, Shitty Movie Showdown, which is merged with Nick Cage cast. Uh, it's, a, it's MST3K style. We watch bad movies and make fun of them. And uh, other shows as well. And you can check those out. Please subscribe, rate and review on iTunes and all of our shows. And I, I do appreciate you listening. Please share with your friends, enemies, coworkers, homeless men. I don't know how they're getting online to look at the shows. But, you know, figure it out. Give them an iPhone. Come on, give them one. They can text you. They can text you all day. Be like... Was you the one who gave me phone, spelled an F, uh, see you tomorrow, T-2-M-A-R-O-W, uh, I'd be homeless tomorrow too. And, you know, you'll get like really weird texts. Wouldn't it be, I actually, it's not a bad idea giving a homeless man a, te- uh, a cell phone and just getting the, the ramp, <laughs> just the nonstop uh, insane thoughts that must come from some of their some of their minds would actually be very entertaining and not a bad idea. I kind of want to see how this goes uh, uh, as a, an experiment. Maybe I'll make a video of it. Maybe it'll be the next American episode. Anyway, guys, until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens.